Good day, family. Hope you're having a great day so far. Today we're going to talk about something that I very much identify with because I feel like it's a major part of my personality and it's been a major part for uh, some years, like a natural thing for me. So today we're talking about compassion. 10% happier self-care journey today is March 5th, 2020. Hey, Ms. Vidal, thanks for hanging out. Thank you all for hanging out and watching with me. Let's jump into this. So compassion, sympathetic pity and concern for the sufferings or misfortune of others. That's a first definition. And let me know if you all can hear me clearly as well. Drop a line. Sympathetic consciousness of others' distress together with a desire to alleviate it. And looking at the definition this morning, that was one of the things that reminded me that I've always been a very compassionate person. It wasn't just the pity and concern for others, you know, that I experienced on a regular. It's also the desire to alleviate it, you know. And I'm not always capable, you know, because I got <laughs> my own, you know, things that I'm dealing with. Uh, as well that fall into these categories but it's always my desire and where I have the ability to I do and where I don't it really bothers me because I want to do something to help you know so that was one of the things that let me know like yeah compassion is something that's always been a part of my personality and it's just kind of a natural thing for me so sympathetic pity and concern for the sufferings or misfortunes of others and sympathetic consciousness of others' distresses together with a desire to alleviate it. This is how you know if you're uh, a compassionate individual. If someone shows kindness, caring, and a willingness to help others, they're showing compassion. This is a word for a very positive emotion that has to do with being thoughtful and decent. When you have compassion, you're putting yourself in someone else's shoes and really feeling for them. And actually, this is very much uh, similar to the definition of empathy as well. I'm, I'm so guilty of putting, other, putting myself in someone else's shoes or, you know, and really feeling for them or just having compassion and empathy for them because of seeing themselves as a victim of something. If I see someone, you know, acting a particular way or dealing with something, <clears throat> I see the consequences, you know, that created that scenario more than just the person for what they're doing. And so, like I was mentioning yesterday in my uh, video, it means that it makes it extremely hard for me to hold a grudge, <laughs> like very hard, you know, um, it's just, I just always feel for the person. I always feel for, you know, what circumstances they went through that created whatever expression I'm experiencing from them. And it's always worked out for the better because the truth be told, no matter who we're dealing with, no matter who we are, all of us need compassion. Like all of us need patience, compassion, kindness, and empathy. Um, I was telling my daughter, <clears throat> we were having a conversation recently and just talking about character, you know, and she was giving me a compliment on being a good person and, you know, having a, a patient personality and that kind of thing. And 
just being a kind and compassionate person. And I was telling her, like, one of the ways that I find that I'm able to be patient with people is the fact that I always keep in mind that I need patience as well. Like, I need I need people to be patient with me, with my shit, <laughs> with the things that I deal with. I need them to be patient with me. So it naturally makes me extend patience to others because I know I'm no different. You know, I know that I have my weaknesses. I have my points where even though I'm always striving to be positive and striving to be optimistic and, you know, bring good vibes, I have my weaknesses. I get into my funks, as they say. And during those times, the only way that I'm going to get better, the only way that I'm going to be helped through the temporary situation I'm dealing with is if I am dealing with someone or someone, some people, you know, that are being able to be patient with me in the midst of what I'm dealing with, you know? And so that's what it naturally allows me to extend it. I know that I'm just like everybody else. So if, if someone else, if other people around me that are in relationship with me in varying degrees are going to be kind and gracious enough to be patient with me when I'm not doing so well or when I can't see you know my my the forest for the trees as they say or you know when I just can't see my way you know and I'm really struggling because of something else because most of the time when someone's struggling with something even if you're on the other recipient end of their expression 99% of the time it is not about you, actually. It's not really about you. It's something they're dealing with, some insecurity, some self-doubt, some past memory that for them keeps playing in their head. And now you have now fit their narrative. You know, you, you continue to um, you continue to confirm the narrative that they already have in their head. You know, hey, Mark, thanks for hanging out. Drop me a line. Let me know if you all how you can relate to this, this compassion thing. But uh, chances are it's not about you. It's about the things you just happen to be in a line of fire or you just happen to be on a recipient end because they don't know how to deal with it. And so it's like the first target or the person that they're closest to or the person that they feel they're the most vulnerable with and that makes them a little afraid when they are not seeing the light of day, you know, when they are, when they are in their fear-based mind. <clears throat> chances are it's not about you. So... I've learned not to take stuff personal, <clears throat> and I didn't put it in. In fact, I forgot to to drop the notes in the chat. Hey, Jewel, thanks for hanging out. I'm putting in the notes in the chat for you all to see right now so that you can follow along as well as you can refer back to these notes and, you know, save them for yourself. And also as a sidebar too, all these notes that I put up, I'm actually writing a book. Someone asked me uh, yesterday, have you ever thought about writing a book? So I'm actually writing this many books right now. <laughs> I'm writing four books right now and I'm looking at one on the screen. <clears throat> the way that I'm doing this is that all my entries from day to day uh, with regard to my self-care, my uh, humor, which I call shenanigans, is going to be my, I'm going to have different volumes of these books, but shenanigans and my quotes and my ponderings, um, as well as my uh, self-care journey, uh, my social media etiquette and my religious and spiritual ponderings, these are all different books that I'm writing right now as we speak, and I've been writing them. Like for instance, this self-care book, I'm on page 34. My quotes, I'm on like page 90 something. So 
anyway, if you want to see that, just look up, uh, go to medium.com and just search Aaron Hill TV and you'll see my, my books coming up. And the only thing I'm going to do is transfer them from here and have them put into an ebook form uh, that you can actually download on Amazon. And I'm also, I'm also going to do these as audio books as well. And you'll be able to hear those on my YouTube channel as well as anywhere where you can listen to audiobooks. So stay tuned. <laughs> but that's what allows me to share, you know, this kind of uh, compassion. It's, it's really not taking things personal because I know chances are whatever this person is dealing with has nothing to do with me. Secondly, this person is dealing with stuff just like I am and I need patience when I'm in my funk. And so do they. The ability to see pain, sorrow, or suffering of others similar to your own issues is the first step towards compassion. Seeing others as yourself with the ups and downs of life's cycle. And that's just really what it is. That's the, the succinct way of putting everything that I just kind of expanded on. Keep your perception healthy and increase your mindfulness about others by visualizing someone who you see dealing with these various issues and offer thoughts and phrases of loving kindness and compassion toward them. May you be happy, healthy, live with ease, etc. You can also choose phrases that work better for you. You know, I'm a person, I'm a skeptic, you know, and when it comes to a lot of philosophies, I think that sometimes they are they're very much either super head in the clouds in ways or super fundamentalist, you know, in ways. So I'm real, I'm real picky. Like I have a filter thing that happens when I hear certain phrases. I don't just buy into everything. So when I hear stuff like, may you be happy, healthy, and live with ease, those are good phrases. Sometimes they can be a bit fluffy if you don't keep them in perspective. But I say that to say, you know, that's why I said you can choose phrases that work better for you. Just make sure they're realistic. We'll talk about it in a couple points, what's important to stick to. You just have to make sure they work for you and that they aren't just some kind of passive, uh, fluffy phrases. Don't worry about forcing the feeling of compassion or loving kindness while practicing this exercise. Just be open to it. That's all the willingness needed for the process to take effect in its own time. You just need the little willingness. Because the truth of the matter is, a lot of times when you are trying to express feelings of compassion or loving kindness to someone, even if it's just mentally, you know, even if you're just meditating on it and trying to do this exercise where you visualize the person and you, you know, you, you send them those thoughts or you, or you say those thoughts to yourself and rehearse those things. The first thing again is, this is about your mind changing about the person or having a healthy perspective. It's not about something you can say in your mind that magically makes that person do better. It's about you seeing them better, therefore you treat them better, you hold them up in a better light. And then and in their interactions with you, they have a better chance of healing and dealing with these things because they have someone that's dealing with them in a positive and healthy way as well. And that's the key to getting out of your own way and really not being fearful and being able to relax and be loving and all that kind of stuff. Thanks for the heart. Thanks for the love. Drop a line. Who was that? <laughs> um, so, you know, this is something. Just be open to it. Don't, if you don't feel like you really feel loving towards a person, it's okay. That's natural. You know, this is a part of what guards and protects us. There are points where somebody is really threatening your life 
and you don't need to be so open and vulnerable to them. We've had that in our evolution as we were just combating for spaces and competing for resources, you know? And in some ways we still do, but it's a different scale now. You know, we, we're much more evolved. Um, but it's natural for you to feel a bit defensive, a, a bit fearful, a bit not so loving. Hey, Alice. Hey, Tanya. Thank y'all for hanging out. Um, be gentle with yourself and don't try to force yourself to feel better. Just be open. Just be open. You know, I have the willingness to try to send this person these thoughts of may they be at peace, at ease, and deal with their shit. <laughs> you know, and honestly, just that willingness. <clears throat> Thanks, Alice. Alice says, nice topic. Tanya says, good inspirational wisdom. Thanks. Thank you so much, Tanya. I appreciate you all. I appreciate the, the confirmation. It really means a lot. Um, and it really lets me know that I'm on the right track. So thank you. But don't worry about forcing these feelings. You may actually offer someone loving kindness and compassion mentally and really the other side of your brain be like, mm, damn, but that's okay. The willingness is all you need because that will be the thing that opens up the door for you over time to where it's not so hard and you don't get so upset. You don't take it personal. You just let it go and you just offer them feelings of loving kindness and that kind of thing and you keep it moving. <laughs> Tanya says, I'm sharing this on my page. Thank you so, so much. This isn't about fabricating an emotion or failing. It's about paying attention in a different way in order to gradually develop your mindfulness, empathy, and compassion around others and the reality that they are dealing with. That's all it's about. It's not about fabricating. And last but not least, there are many expressions. I like this. I had to close on, on this topic. <clears throat> Gotta clear my throat for this. <clears throat> take, a, take, a, take a sip of water for this. <laughs> so here we go. There are many expressions and manifestations of compassion. Being quiet, I'm gonna do it this way. Being quiet, outspoken, gentle as well as stern or intense being open and vulnerable or setting up strong emotional boundaries those are all on contrasting ends but the these are the many expressions and manifestations of compassion these these extremes the key is to always be aware of your motivations to decipher if you're coming from a place of compassion or indifference. That's the point. Be gentle with yourself as you continually guide yourself more and more towards actions spawned by positive motivations. Being loving, kind, <clears throat> and compassionate does not mean being passive. It does not mean allowing yourself to be treated any kind of way. It does not mean condoning actions. It does not mean really actually excusing behavior. It really just means understanding what a person is going through and being able to position yourself in a proximity where you aren't hurt and you aren't vulnerable to their foolishness or to their, or to their expressions. Um, <clears throat> And also being able to choose the right actions that protect you and in many ways also protects that person too, uh, even if they don't know it. So sometimes you have to be quiet. Sometimes it means not saying anything. 
It literally means just being quiet and holding your tongue. And then sometimes it means opening your mouth and putting your foot down. But there's a difference between opening your mouth and putting your foot down from a place of rage and anger and a place of trying to really just hurt someone. And we do fall into that at times. And doing it because of the fact this person can't stop themselves from hurting you. You have to protect yourself. But you're still actually being loving and kind. You're just being stern. And don't let anyone... When you do this, like when you have to offer the, the more so stern or intense side or being very outspoken, when you have to offer those sides, you know, to a person in order to, to, to mend the situation, don't let anybody, anybody try to misconstrue those actions as you actually being vindictive or negative. Don't let anybody do that. You check in with yourself and be honest with yourself about your motivations because only you know. But what will happen is sometimes when people are dealing with, with what they're dealing with and you and they're being very strong in their expressions and you have to come just as strong, they will immediately turn it around and act like you're doing the same thing that they're doing and you are not. If you, you know, unless you are. <laughs> but there are times when you're not. So just check in with yourself. And above all, no matter what happens, no matter what category you fall in, if you get out of line, if you if it if you are angry and it just, you know, be gentle with yourself as you continually guide yourself more and more towards action spawned by motivation. You're in control. Don't let anybody control you. Thank you so much. So I thank you all for joining me um, for this topic. Tanya says, good inspirational wisdom. Thanks. Thank you so much, Tanya. I'm sharing this on my page. Thank you. Yes, please keep it moving forward positively. Awesome, Aaron. I agree. This is validation. I needed this. Namaste. <laughs> so that's where we are with this. Thank you so much for joining me for this. Another 10% happier self-care journey day. Today's topic was compassion. Drop a line and let me know what you think. Also drop a line and let me know all these scenarios I painted. I'm really curious. Drop a line with like, you don't have to give full details, but like certain times when you had to apply this or when you noticed this or, you know, something that, that was validation for you. You know, drop a line about that. Um, in the background here, I wanted to play my song uh, Sincerity, but it had vocals on it. So I couldn't play it. I was going to play it because sincerity to me was like one of the best emotions to fit. So what I did was I played the sister song, Serenity. Because <laughs> when you have compassion and loving kindness, you can, you can come to that place of serenity. So this is Serenity from my Key Reflections Volume 1 project. It's available everywhere on all platforms if you get a chance to, um, to add that to your playlist. And I hope you enjoy it. Drop a line. Let me know what you think. Um, and if you'd like to help me make more content like this, you can see the info for that in the description and comment section of this video. As always, peace and be well. Take care. Thanks.